You are now listening to KMROFM, aka Combo Road Show Radio. It is a Yakuza podcast hosted by myself, Argyle, and with me as always is Jordan. Hello. Hey, it's Jordan. And but also, we've got another me. third person in the booth tonight. Who Uh-oh. are you? Uh oh, folks. Hello, everyone. This is Cyrix Z, or Cyrix Z, depending on my mood. Uh, what region? You might of know me what? as a person who has written a lot of strategy guides for the Yakuza series. It's our friends of the show, Cyrix Z, back again. Not Cyrix. Not Cyrix. Rudely reminded. Uh huh. Very Cyrix rudely. Z. The Z is not silent. The Z is loud. It's a loud Z. <laughs> um, welcome back to the show, Cyrix. Thank you so much for having me again, Z? guys. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Um, well, before we dive in, so this week we're talking about Chapter 4 of Yakuza 4, The Promise. Um, our final our final evening with Akiyama. Um, our final proper evening with Akiyama. We're going we're gonna to spend one more week with him, I believe. Um, we'll talk about that later. Um, but before we do that, we have to do our obligatory uh, Club Sega Club segment Sega. where we where we <laughs> nice. talk about other games that we've been playing so we don't talk about Final Fantasy in the middle of the episode. Um, but I'm not going to talk about Final Fantasy this week. Surprise, surprise. I want to talk about something I brand new that I picked up uh, yesterday, which is Guilty Gear Strive. Ah. Now, listen, I have gone on record as saying i will never play a fighting game i will never learn a fighting game they're not for me i think they look cool but i won't play one and then pat gill from polygon made a video called uh called how to uh how to learn how to play a fighting game and have a nice time and i watched that and then i was like "Ooh, well i should learn how to play a fighting i should learn how to play that guilty gear lit game looks so cool i saw that 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 brisket character people were talking about on twitter she looks pretty cool we love her i don't have her i don't have i love her but i don't have her because i'm not gonna buy her because i'm just yeah, learning how to play you gotta game. get invested in the game before you, you got yeah you gotta i gotta i gotta know that i'm gonna be happy with it it's like yeah, you know before you, you know before you pay money for gold lewis dickinson yeah. the big titty samurai uh, the other ones and brisket yeah um i was just playing a match with our friend giga and giga was playing as the big titty samurai and it's it's so it's so much argyle it's so much. Biken's it's, got a lot. Yeah, she's really. It's just all out there. Um, <laughs> I mean, did did they show you her walk cycle? I mean, no. Oh, she she owns the room when she she's, walks forward. She's breasting boobily. That's like I I she's kind of like, roll my she, eyes yeah. when people say that sometimes. But there's no other uh-huh. way to describe it. There's no other way to describe it. I started playing as Eno because she's just so cool. But then I really uh, in started enjoying playing as Milia Rage. Uh, so that's what I've been spending all my time with, and I've started winning matches, and it feels really fucking good. It, but you know what? It feels really fucking good when you lose a match too, because you're learning. You should pick. Yeah, it's one of those games right where you can just yeah pick up and enjoy even losses. You know. Yeah, like I I went in and I played against. I just was like, okay, I'm just gonna go unranked. I found a guy who could who I you know the good thing about this game is that you can't talk to people while you play it. Like, there's no. There seems to be no player-to-player communication in-game. So I played against a guy who was so much better than me and could clearly tell that I had just started playing, but he just, like, would not quit. Like, he just kept going rematch, 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 rematch. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And then as I played against him, I started learning things, and it was really fun. So, uh, yeah, that was a surprise for me. I I never liked uh, fighting games, but I'm kind of getting into it now, and it's fun. 
Uh, what about you, Argyle? What have you been up to yeah, in the I gaming mean, space? I, I mean, just on the fighting game tip, um, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a similar thing here. Yeah, I've said, you know, I don't like fighting games. I've tried them before. I didn't, you know, but I, I think a lot of that is because I've never had people to spar against in them. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I play against computers or then I play online and it, it it's unpleasant and then like, like I've tried playing Tekken and that, that the online on that just fucking sucks. Oh, uh, yeah. It just like, and also Tekken's a very complex game, very technical game. Um, I don't know. I, it, watching Guilty Gear, it's definitely stylish enough that it's got my attention, but like, also it's uh, an issue of it probably won't run on my computer. I don't care what people say to me. I I'm stubborn, and I don't, you know, I could probably I could get a Steam refund if it doesn't end up. But like, anyways, whatever, doesn't matter. Maybe maybe I'll play Guilty Gear. Maybe I won't. It's got crossplay on PS4. Not yet, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, what about you, Sirixie? What have you have you been playing anything well, been, well, new lately? No, I'm sure? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, right. I just interrupted you completely. <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy, baby. Uh, every day I every I've, day I check on our guy, like go and I see him and you not say, playing. And you say, Have I, have you started Stormblood patch quest yet? And I say, no, I haven't. I'm doing <laughs> I have doing okay, to be fair today. To Fuck be you. fair, to be fair, I have to defend myself. I have consciously I've consciously told myself to stop asking you because it's your gameplay, it's your fun. You yes. can play however you want. Um, and also, the main reason is because Dan is playing uh, Shadowbringers, so I oh, so have you, my you fix have, on. You have I don't need you. you. I don't elsewhere. I don't need you anymore, fucker. You can pl- you can do whatever you want with your game time. I don't care. I've I've got I've got my fix. I've okay, got my cool. fix. Well, like I was telling uh, you, let me tell day, you. I'll I'll yeah. get to the end of Stormblood patch, and then I won't play the final quest, and I'll never take my sprout off. So nobody can get mad at me. The sprout doesn't come off it. until the end of end until you get to Endwalker. That's you what have to I'm be saying. No, you, yeah. be, you beat the last quest of Shadowbringers, and then you. you oh beat yeah, your off. and then you stop playing. That's fine. I would rather you play Shadowbringers than play through Endwalker. <laughs> if, if you played all the way to the end of Shadowbringers, I would be happy. I'd be like, cool. Also. Mm. If you played all the way to the end of Shadowbringers and then said, I don't need to see what happens next, you are not a human being. You are a freak. There is no... I'm a sprout is what I am. There is no way in hell that you could play through uh, Shadowbringers and not be like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. No more. I mean, I did get a cool weapon in there and drove myself insane getting it. You spent so much time getting it. It wasn't that much time. I just had to craft, like... Okay, uh-huh. wait. I didn't craft the 200 tarts for that. That was for a different thing. I only have to craft, like, 50 tarts for the weapon. Do people like listening to us talk about Final Fantasy XIV? Probably not. They probably Probably it. not. They probably no comment. Ever- <laughs> 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 Anyways, what, what have you been playing, Sarah? Yeah, what have you been playing, No, Sarah? yeah, it hasn't quite hit the bug for me yet to uh, get into fourteen. I still like Final Fantasy in general, but, I mean, if we're talking fi- uh, fighting games, it's kind of been, like, one of those ancillary type of uh, games for me. Like, I, I like the spectacle. I like watching a good game played. I suppose the only fighting game I ever really got into was Smash. And uh, I guess, you know, to the point where I'm good amateur level, but uh, one of my, I guess, recent notes of pride was uh, I did uh, get out to PAX East this year, and it was really nice because I got a chance to meet one of my favorite voice actors, Kira Buckland, a uh, voice of uh, Jolene Cujo and uh, oh, many ooh. other voices in That's anime awesome. and video games. So uh, she had a little panel where people were playing, uh, just basically playing Smash against her. And I did actually get a chance to go around against her and uh, ended up winning. Uh, it was my Dr. Mario versus her, Pira and Mithra, and I pulled it out. But, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. And, uh, you know, 
she's not exactly a you know heavily ranked player or anything, but she knows what she's doing, and it's a nice feather in my cap. That's pretty fun. But uh, as for more recent, um, I did uh, pick up um, Souls games recently. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I kind of fall. Fo- it's another thing I've kind of followed for a time, but never really dipped my toe in seriously. But uh, once Elden Ring came out, like, everyone was talking about Elden Ring. It's like, I'm copping serious FOMO out of this. So Elden Ring ended up being the first Souls game I ever completed. So that was nice. And then I ended up... Beating that game is monumental i've got to be honest elden ring was like i've played every single souls game i've beat all of them i think except for maybe two but i it's I, mainly just I never because beat sekiro I, and i mean of course demon souls oh yeah i never i bought i got to the very end of sekiro and the final boss was just like too much for me but elden ring was like i i should preface this by saying elden ring is a great game and i think it's one of their one of their, you know, crowning achievements. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, absolutely. it's just like when I was playing it, when I would start playing it, it was like I would look at it and I would just be like, there is so much. There's yeah. so much here. Yeah. It's it so much. Very dangerously close, comes close to the idea of being absolutely too big of a game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is I, literally and too big of a game. And for something as like almost. stressful and and challenging as Dark Souls, like, right. and maybe it's just because, uh, or, like, the Soulsborne series, and maybe it's because I was simultaneously playing Final Fantasy, which was like, okay, this game is really pretty relaxing and pretty, you know, it makes you feel good to play, like, in a way that's completely, uh, you know, Souls games make you feel good, but you gotta really work for it. Right, accomplished. And then I was choosing between that and something that was just a nice IV drip of serotonin every mm. day. I think that might have been why. I'll give it another try sometime, but whenever I think about picking it up again, I start to go, oh, oh God. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I think my thing commitment. with Elden Ring is that like I would like it a lot more if it was a more focused experience with all the improvements upon like the, the, the Souls mm. gameplay, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think like the yeah, the open world being so big, like my open world gamer, like the part of my brain that is susceptible to open world games and the part of my brain that likes Souls games, they're rubbing together and yeah, it's not making a good it's interaction. Like it's, oh. it's it's definitely it's definitely a preference thing. Like I'm yeah. not gonna say that like I know there are people who absolutely love uh love uh Elden Ring and I, I am very happy for them and I loved it until I stopped loving it. Sure. Mm. And the reason I stopped loving it is because it was giving me anxiety to play. <laughs> and if that happens to you, then that's a sign that you should probably put the game down for a little bit. Um, I am. I'm surprised that you've never played a Souls game before. It seems well, like something would... Uh... to be perfectly honest, I did try uh, Dark Souls mm-hmm. and Demon Souls like some years back. Yes. But I bounced that, off them. That uh, happens to Mostly everyone. for difficulty, not quite understanding the mechanics, what ends up working. It really took me watching some like let's plays where people were like okay this is the kind of way you time your roles this is how you work your builds that kind of thing once yeah. i had that kind of mentality in me i was able to shape that into you know a working framework that i could then bring into my actual elden ring play so yeah i that finished was, that a couple um, months ago and then i played bloodborne mm, i just finished yes, that recently nice yes. i was gonna say i am um, so there's a there's a youtube video that is uh, i talk about a lot because i don't quite I think it's kind of a dumb video, but it's... Is it's it the H-Bomber guy video? It's the H-Bomber guy video. video again? Well, I just want to say, because he, he, he makes a lot of points in that video that I don't like, but one of the videos, that one of the points he makes is that he says uh, that he that Bloodborne is a game that you play it, and then you can go and enjoy the other Souls games, and I totally agree with him. That's my... Like, I think that 
it's it kind of reminds me of Monster Hunter that you have to bounce off it once in order to have fun with another one. Like I sense. tried I tried Dark Souls so many times and I just hated it. And then I picked up Bloodborne and I went into it knowing kind of how the game works. And because of that, I felt I was able to enjoy it and then go back and play through the other ones and have a great time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you kind of have to bounce off Dark I think Dark Souls is just the one you bounce off of. So Perhaps. you can have fun Maybe playing the, the other ones. Maybe. I still don't care for Dark Souls 1 that much. but I mean, I, I, I stuck with Dark Souls 1, you know? Like, I, I actually played it. I beat it, you know, Dark Souls 1. I played it before 2 came out. Uh, and I, I, I loved it, and that's why I got two on day one. And uh, two is my favorite one of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's I love kind it. of the two, oddball. Two is, two is the oddball. I think, I think I, I love. I don't. Love it. Two, three is my favorite. Then two, then one. A uh, two is such a strange game, and I, but I, I really respect it, and I love it, and I, I really love the way it looks. Also, I think it's a pretty game. Shall we talk about Yakuza? Yakuza. Oh sure. <laughs> I f- sometimes I forget. Fifteen minutes yeah. talking about other fifteen shit. minutes. So um, this is chapter four, uh, the promise. This is our last chapter with Akiyama, um, which will um, cause me a lot of uh, frustration in ways that I will bring up throughout the episode in terms of the <laughs> mm. pacing yeah, I've of Yakuza Four. Definitely seen the way that this is like okay. This is. Um, like- I should ask you. Okay, uh, so. Uh, we we have split. I think we're a split minds about this game, Sirixi. Mm. Uh, we I like. I think the game has a good story, but I really dislike the pacing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Argyle is a fan. My brother fucking loves this game and gets very mad at me for how I feel about. How do you feel about Yakuza Four? Like, okay, where do you place so, it in the series? Yeah, just remember. I think I might have told you guys this ages ago, but uh, Yakuza Four was my first. Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, you watched uh, what was the best friends play? Yep, I watched the best friends. Well, the thing was, I watched like the first couple of episodes, and I'm like, oh my god, this series is amazing. I just watched a guy backdrop someone onto a bike rack. I have to get this game for myself. So I just blazed ahead that let's play, and you know, I didn't even watch the whole let's play before I had. By the time I finished the game, so. Um, But as the Yakuza Four itself, looking at it in perspective of like the rest of the series. I think one of the things about Yakuza 4 is that it tries, and you know, this is, I'm not trying to drop too many spoilers or anything, but this tries very hard to be a very complex plot, because a lot of the plots up to this point I felt were not oversimplistic, but it's kind of like very standard sides and lines drawn, Um, here's the good guys, here's the bad guys kind of thing. Um, Yakuza 4 is extremely complex and of course you guys are going to get into it once we go into later chapters but i think as you said is that the pacing is a little slipshod because i feel like with akiyama it seems like they wanted to start off with a little more low-key getting to know akiyama going through very low stakes kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then we get to this particular chapter of a story and it seems like a billion things happen at once (laughs) yeah exactly Mm -hmm. it feels like they maybe could have used a couple extra chapters at least with akiyama i don't know about what the later characters but um... it's strange to me just not to get too ahead of ourselves but it's really strange when as in this chapter, this is the last chapter as Akiyama, you're already in the point, you know, uh, there's a lot of complaints in the Akiyama series about, this is a game about wasting time, this is a game about getting sidetracked and, you know, going off and playing darts for an hour and then having a fun sub-story adventure. Right. But people always complain about, you know, how am I supposed to do that when the intense 
music is playing and it's <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. oh shit, this guy's got kidnapped, I gotta go save him. And it, there's a part in this where we meet a character who gives us, I mean, I'll just say it's we meet Mac again yeah, we and meet he Mac. does that, revelations. That's when I started thinking this, yeah, where I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of I kind of see what Jordan's talking We're about. We're like 45 minutes away from not playing as Akiyama till the very, very end of the game and there's a guy who's gonna give him new moves for what? For one long battle in a boss fight? Why? Right. Yeah. Like that, that... I appreciate that because that is a perfect encapsulation of my entire beef with this game. Mm-hmm. Is that like that's the whole game, and I, it's just like why didn't they introduce Mac in Chapter One? Why is it that we're like putting levels into a character that we're gonna stop touching for the whole rest of the game? That's why I think Yakuza Two improve or Yakuza Zero, I should say, improves on that so sure. much by by swapping back and forth. So you get them. It's like oh, perfect. And Yakuza Five improves on that somewhat by giving you so much to do and so much of a yeah they introduced the things like in the first couple chapters right they very much like, front oh, it's load, chapter yeah. four yeah so it's like you can space it out more on your own time this is, game is incredibly ambitious um, oh yeah they've never done this it, before that's the thing yeah so they that's kind the of... other thing and we'll talk about this right at the end of this chapter this is a game that you get so much good shit out of it if you oh, play yeah. like because you know sometimes we forget that yakuza 0 is <laughs> comes after yakuza 5 because mm. it's obviously yeah. <laughs> the first one we covered mm. um and it's also the first one that a lot of people played um but you definitely get a lot of enjoyment and enhancement out of playing that one first because some other things you kind of know what are happening early but like yakuza 0 is such a refinement on this yeah um so it's like okay i get the different characters and also this is the first game with like a really ambitious complex story with lots of moving parts which you know yeah everything from this game onward that's like the series is like there's 10 different groups of people and they all have their own stakes and they're all doing their own plans and here's how these characters intersect and there's this random person who you have no idea how they fit in and they're probably either a lady or a, a baby or a kid and uh yeah anyway let's just dive in um you know there's a, a couple major plot beats in this chapter there's a we few. start there we start off with um Akiyama meeting with Kido in Sky Finance, um, and this is where we under we get to understand why Akiyama um, has been gunning for a rise so hard. Like why he's putting all sorry, I shouldn't say he's why he's uh, like Promoting throwing it all in yeah, love with yeah, yeah, why he's why he's deeply and madly in love with a rye. Um, he's trying to get him over a lot for SummerSlam, right? And this is why we uh, we this is like where we get his kind of backstory explained more. Um, and I actually like that, you know, I have mixed feelings about Akiyama. It just depends on whether or not there's a woman in front of him that yeah, I like. It's... <laughs> I guess. Right. Because <laughs> I thought this scene was great. Like, everything yeah, yeah. he's saying is really cool. Basically, if you don't mind me explaining. Go right ahead. Um, so Akiyama was fired from his uh, bank job, his cushy bank job, um, five years ago. Or at the beginning of two, th- yeah, five years ago. Um basically wrongfully fired so the bank like like pegged him for embezzlement for no reason uh a million dollars or a million yen showed up in his account he had no idea why and they instantly fired him so he was framed he uh lost all of his money trying to uh appeal to uh you know to get his life back together he became homeless uh he says this thing that i really like he says like up until that point i thought getting rich was easy but you need seed money and trust to grow yeah. more. Like you need to know people. You need to have money to start with. So right. 
ever since he lost all of his own money, he has no idea. Like, he had no idea. Um, then Kido says, well, where did you find the money to start the business? And, of course, we know he it found it literally on the ground. Fell from the right sky. on the ground. It literally fell from the sky. Um, and after he picked up... Um, he picked up a million yen, which I believe is like a hundred thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand. Um, he's going back to sleep, and some street toughs, some uh, you know Chinpira kind of guys, took all of his money. Uh, and that's when homeless rise specifically. Yeah, right. It was oh, homeless we, he hunters says it was homeless hunters from Yakuza. Yakuza, because this was into right when that game happened, because you know the end of the game. So. He picks up all the money. These homeless hunters uh, come after him, and that's when Arai shows up, beats them up, and gives the money back to him. And that just is very um, moving to to Akiyama. He uh, he is like, "Why did this guy take a chance on me and you know give me a fight for me when he didn't even know he's just, I was just some homeless guy?" And he said, "From that day on, I took I took a bet out on him that he would become the king." Yeah, he's put of all Kamurocho. his chips in on Arai, and Arai at the time had like just joined up with Kanemura. Like, he yeah, was, he, he was, was a like a nobody. Face. But yeah, he's he's yeah. he's. He's, you know, saying all, all this uh, lofty stuff about, hey, uh, you know, everybody's got a dream. He says, you that, may. That got me. This that, isn't that Yakuza 5. Oh, yeah. It's you uh, may. I was going to say, this kind of, you know, we spent so much time with Kamarocho, um, which, you know, I hear some people say that Kamarocho is kind of its own character. Mm-hmm. Like, it grows and changes through the game, and it's like such a living I've heard you say that. Location. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say this all the time. I always, I'm famous for saying, my famous quote uh, but but I like this thing where he's like, everyone here comes here with a dream, you know, whether it be uh, landing a woman, getting rich, um, everyone has a dream. It made me think about the lady who goes to work at Star- uh, Smile Burger in Yakuza 3, like her dream is just to live in the big city. <laughs> yeah, she just wants or, to live in the city and she doesn't care yeah. if she has to like, you know, work at a Smile Burger or, I you like know, it. make... make- you know, she won't make much money, but as long as she can live in the city. Because it's know, always like, Kamarocho is such a, <laughs> such a disaster of a place sometimes. Yeah. It's like, why do know. people keep living here? Oh, it's because, you know, they've it's got like, their why dreams. Do, why do people live in big? any big city, you know? It's like, they, they you know, yeah. they, they have any any number of reasons, you know? Um, it's because uh, in, in a city like this, anything can happen. It's the dream that one day NY Hot Dog will open its doors. One I'm waiting. Day. One day. I'm waiting. We'll throw them open. It's like the it's like the Wonka factory. You gotta get a gold. You know, it was like a joke for me. It was like a in. joke for me playing through the series, like when I had no idea what was going on of like one day they'll let me in NY hot dog. Um and now that I'm like you know, we we've played all the games, we're fully caught up, we're we're sitting here waiting for uh for, you know, news for Yakuza whatever, 8. Yakuza eight to drop, and now I'm just like Maybe, maybe Smile Burger's coming, folks. Maybe it's real, real. One, one <laughs> but, day. Uh, I'm a, it's like the, the people in GTA who wanted the, 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 the jetpack. Jet <laughs> like, like, if you GTA go, if you go into, uh, if you go into the internet cafe, walk around the cubicle three times, and then you open your phone and, and uh, check your text, maybe the Smile Burger will open up, or the, the NY Hot Dog will open up, and you can get mm-hmm. the secret restaurant. Zero upvotes. Damn it. Damn. But yeah, he's talking about how Kamurocho, it's, it's all, it's fucking chaos these days. Like, every, everybody, you know, there's a million Yakuza families, there's so many... The jungle. Like, small time. It's crooks. a jungle. Yeah, it's a jungle. When he starts comparing it to a jungle and starts talking about a king, I'm like, please don't fucking talk about lions. They don't live in the jungle. And then, of course, he he's starts like, talking about lions. <laughs> he starts talking about lions. I was like, no, it's, it's like tigers. Tigers live in the... 
in the jungle, right? Well, tigers yeah. live in India. Yeah, tigers live in India, which India has. has uh, it's it's a common old metaphor, but yeah. 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 Anyway, but I think lions, one of the things lions that, don't fucking live there; they live on the Serengeti. I always, whenever I watch these kind of scenes too, I always notice something new. And uh, you know, one of the points that uh, Akiyama was making was that you know they need a king of the jungle. And with, Since Kiryu. Yep, with Kiryu, <laughs> quote-unquote, retired, um, yeah. they need someone to step up. And When he went to take care of some snot-nosed brats. Right. And one of the things I noticed, yeah. too, about this scene, when he gives the flashback, you see the flashback with, like, Akiyama and Arai just standing there all majestically and powerful. Mm-hmm. If you look at that uh, scene of her Arai, you know, he's there in his flashy, his, his very fancy purple suit. His pose, the pose he is when he's standing looks almost exactly like Kiryu's neutral pose. He's got his arms by his side, fists clenched. He's, like, got his body tilted and looking over his shoulder. Like, he's he's just like Kiryu standing normally on the street with his very imposing pose. And I'm like, I just noticed it reviewing for this episode that I think they wanted to play the, you know, the idea. It's like, he looks just like Kiryu when he stands, so he's going to be the new Kiryu. Or is that how they're playing him up? Yeah, like, what's the sub... Isn't there a subtitle for this? In, in Japanese, it's oh fuck, what is it? I wish I knew. Like a new dragon, no wait, like a new dragon is. Yeah, it's Shinryu Gagatoku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like was, they're they're kind of building up to like this this could be yeah like a dragon for the successor to the legend. So like right, that was a subtitle. They're building up like you know there could be a new Kiryu on the scene. Like, is it one of these four people you play as? Is it a Rai? Like you know. He, he's obviously not on the scene anymore, so like may, maybe somebody else could step up. Hold on, just a second. Right back. It's really funny. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. I'm back. It's really funny to me that every single game is like. Who's gonna be the new Kiryu? Yeah, it's like, or or like even before Kiryu was the Dragon of Dojima, we get um we get what's his name uh who's like I will be the Dragon of Dojima in Yakuza Zero. Shibasawa. Shibasawa. Yeah, Shibasawa is like I will be the Dragon of Dojima before Kiryu is even the dragon, and then Ryuji's like I'm the Dragon of Dojima, and now Arai's like I'm gonna be the new Kiryu. Only room for one dragon. Only room for one dragon, and sometimes that dragon goes off to be a dad in Okinawa, and sometimes, well, I don't want to spoil the game. <laughs> I was like, almost going to spoil. We're so going to go deep shit. if we don't. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty funny. It's just it's just a bunch of dudes trying to be the main character <laughs> for the other games. They're trying to be the no new one... protagonist of Kamara Show. Yeah, if you can kill Kiryu, you get to be the guy in the next game, but pretty much guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like this is this is what you know. There's a lot of comparisons. I've I you know people uh, say there's a lot of like wrestling in Yakuza. Sure. Um, you know, both in the combat and just like the melodrama of the story. And this is what you know. Kiryu reminds me of like you know he's the heavyweight champion. He's the Okada. He's the he's the big guy in charge, and everything pretty much resu- revolves around him. John Cena. And every John yeah, gone. everyone is just gunning for him all the time. Like if you can if you can take the belt away from Kiryu, you get to be the face of the, you know, the face of Kamarocha wrestling, but sometimes he he retires to go shoot a movie. <laughs> to it's shoot funny. a Fast and the Furious movie. 
<laughs> it's funny you guys looking for these metaphors because when I look at Kiryu, the the character I see most often, and it's not a wrestling character, it's Superman. Because Ooh. Kiryu is always played up as the one who solves the problems, the one who yes. takes the hits, the one who is essentially invulnerable. And it's one of those weird things about him as a character that it's like, as you get later in the series, not again, not spoil too much, but we're going to kind of get into the idea of, you know, he is still technically a human, and yet he keeps solving all the Yakuza problems, and it's like, he is technically the Superman of that series. I love that comparison. Yeah. That makes, you know, he's got, he's so powerful, and he's, he's such like, a, but, you know, I'm not super familiar with Superman, but, super familiar, but, like, you know, I feel like there's stuff about the toll that being Superman might take on him. Exactly. I feel like. And it's like, well, what does Kiryu do when everything he does is just like, I gotta save the Tojo clan. Uh, to- the-, the clan who, by the way, um, has kind of repeatedly ruined his life and tried to kill him over and over yeah. again. Like, no, like... <laughs> like, the Tojo clan does not treat Kiryu well no. at all, but he gives it all... Oh, man. And this is one of the... You know, 3 is the first game that starts exploring that relationship, I think, and it definitely moves forward from here. And I'm very excited to talk about some stuff in this game. Yep. Um, Akiyama gets scolded by Hana, who tells him he's been slacking and he needs to go, uh, collect a debt, um, from Bar Marimba, Marimba. I believe? Marimba. Um, but then on the way, he gets a call from Elise manager who says, Hey, come on, you gotta do the hostess minigame! Yeah, come on, you gotta learn about the cabaret club! And Akiyama says, certainly, I forget about making money, I gotta go to Marimba, I gotta go to the fucking Elise. Can't expect people to actually be paid to do this. I have to do it myself. Here, yeah, here's a question. Uh, do you know how to play this game? What? <laughs> do you know how this works? Yeah. The man wrote a game fact. I, I, wrote I know. Fact. You're the only person in the world that I think might know how this Hostess Club mechanic works. I mean, yeah, essentially. It's, I mean, how does I, it work? I don't think I've, we have time I've... to go into all of it, but yeah. <laughs> Can you give us like a like a two-minute, like a one-minute yeah. SparkNote summary of what the fuck this is, you're supposed to do in this game? I have tried. Yeah. Believe me. I mean, we'll start you pick. I mean course that we're going to get into it later when actually it becomes available and we don't necessarily have to get into it but essentially it's just finding a person to train up to be the number one hostess you basically have to give her these little training sessions to improve her stats and then make sure you put her in the right outfits so that the people in the club will accept her essentially i guess you'd say um you know you just have to match like a couple of uh, different traits that they're expecting, whether it's mm. elegant or uh, cute or flashy, that kind of thing. Right. And so this is familiar territory to us because this is in the later iterations of this mini game. Essentially, you, so but the problem is I, it's so yeah. stripped down in this version. It's really mm-hmm. just yeah. Um, you push a couple buttons to get the stats boosted. You walk around the club for a little bit to get the results. You get the money back, and then you do it all over again. And it's Ugh. just so boring. Yeah, maybe the reason that I feel like I don't understand how this game works is because there's basically nothing to it. It because yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. it's like a dress up game where you have to wait three minutes to play the dress up game yes. again and then like yeah they well, really the, fixed this so good right. the real Zero. experimentation is in the dressing up and uh-huh. that's where you try to figure out what gets what stats or you could just read my guide where I tell you exactly <laughs> what to wear and it's Man, easy after that. guides on our show yeah yep. that's our job we're supposed to show your guys we're our supposed show. to show your guides yeah hey, I gotta I gotta work the brand 
It's it's okay. I think every single person who listens to this podcast has has uh, has used your guides at least once. Yes. Because every time every time uh, someone starts Joins listening the Discord to our, and they go, "Oh my God, the guy who does all the guides writes the game facts." It's I really love funny. the guides. Thank you. Thank you for the guides, which must feel very uh, very, very gratifying. Oh yeah. By the way, absolutely. Um, so you go to bar, you go to Club Elise, and you play the game for a little bit, and and uh, they force you to play the game. This is the only time it's I'll terrible, be playing yeah. the game in this right now. You gotta dress, yeah. You, you gotta dress up, Lily, and Akiyama goes, "Wow, she's really our number one girl." Hey, that's I know. That's a callback. It's really to the, the tutorial level. Released. Did it? Are you sure we never made that joke before? Are you sure? That's in fucking chapter one of Yakuza Five, dumbass. Of course, no, nobody's heard that. I, no, I swear to God, you've said you've Number done that one. reference. No, well, maybe we have before, maybe. but like, I'm sure you've done it on the podcast. Anyway, um, Carrie leaves to go to Bar Marimba. Akiyama. Uh, to, or, yeah, who? We're playing Kiryu. as a different person now. Who's Kiryu? Miss yeah, Kiryu shows up and he's like, "I've got to collect that dead." Um, Akiyama goes to Bar Marimba. not going to do it. I guess I'll do it, Hana. <laughs> Give me uh, the he goes to he goes to bar marimba and it's all locked up tight um he he runs into uh what we will um we will in this in this podcast we will refer to as a uh, a drag queen or a cross dresser the game is using all kinds of words and uh mm-hmm. in english or in japanese they're not great words to use uh, right. and by great i mean they're widely considered to be slurs it's um, yeah, it's one of those where it's quote unquote different culturally over there. Like they, some of them claim it for themselves, some of them, you know. Yeah, it's very loaded. I remember asking my Japanese teacher in college about about that word, and I was like, "Is is this like? Does it mean like a drag queen? Does it mean like what does it mean?" And then he's he told me like it's it's generally considered very rude to, to use. Yeah. So, uh, so and then in One Piece they use it all the time, which is great. Yeah. Well, um. Anyway, they sure do. Um, it, this bar that the uh, that the drag queen is standing in front of is Drama Queen, and yeah. uh, she tells Akiyama that only this is a drag bar, and you know, and Akiyama's like, wait, isn't this the but, bar that Lily said she worked at? Yeah. Why would she work at a drag bar? Like, mm. she must. Interesting. Let me go and investigate. Oh yeah. my God! The oh guy in here is dead and you naked. See, yeah, you you see a sick computer screensaver. And then a fucking mm-hmm. dead guy. Holy shit. He, <laughs> Akiyama's looking at the uh, at the pipes for like five minutes before he sees the body. Whoa. Um, it's just like Kanemura, except he's like cold. This is like, um, remember in, uh, in Lost Judgment, the nasty dead body? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's hard to forget that one. Yeah. They this, don't this let you is what I, it. Yeah, they don't let you forget it. Uh, it's like that, but less gross. But the guy's like cold and pallid and it's just the pale, blood's all really. dry. Yeah. And he's nude, except he's wearing boxers because right. you know, he's he's a uh, he's Geralt of Rivia nude, <laughs> as nude um, as Geralt ever gets. Yeah, <laughs> the man the man won't take those boxers off, no matter how yeah. much we want him to. Yeah, so he's he's um, he's cold as ice. He's been dead for a yeah, few days. Yeah, he's been the, dead the for days. The blood is all dried up. He's mm-hmm. pale pale as shit. And uh, but the, the biggest detail here, there's a couple things. One, there is a Shibata crest. On his coat uh-huh. that has been discovered. Interesting. So, ooh, okay. Mm, family man. And two, even though Lily doesn't work here, there are a number of uh, lighters sitting on the desk nearby that look just like hers with the drama queen uh-huh. on them. Very interesting. Just promotion. You go. You go. I like Akiyama goes outside and the drag queen is still standing out there and he doesn't. 
he doesn't yep. mention it. He's just like, uh, <laughs> I won't say anything about the dead body in there. We will say yeah, at this I, point that Columbo has already figured this one out. Oh, yeah, most <laughs> definitely. I've, yeah, I've got to be honest. I don't remember what is going on in this in this storyline about the dead people. Um, I mean, we get a suspect. Akiyama's putting it together at this point. Yeah, he is putting it, it together, yeah. Um, so Akiyama's like, well, I better Not gonna go let back it ruin to my day. <laughs> gonna go back to Sky Fine. Oh, my God! Oh, oh Hana no! Is, Hana is dead! She does not deserve this. She doesn't deserve any of this. Yeah, Poor the Hana. Office, the office is absolutely trashed, and Hana is lying on the floor. She's got a um, head wound. What yeah. the fuck happened to the, the 24-hour surveillance that those cops were going to do? That's what an happened? excellent question. Uh, they oh really my God, copped it up. Is what, they copped it up. They oh, went out for donuts and never yeah, came we, back. Yeah, we were going to get donuts. Sorry. Well, sorry. There, alternatively, they were there watching Akiyama and not the business. <laughs> it's just that's yeah. a good point, but I uh-huh. I still think that they should probably have guys on the office all the time. Well, they sure should. They were, you know, they were on their phone. Unless the police are really meant to serve us. One of us had yeah. to carry the coffee, you know. It's... Right. One of them's on their phone, like, posting, we are the only ones protecting the city from falling into complete chaos. And in the background, you can just see Hana being, the guys walking into the office, carrying Keto out. Like, he's all tied up. Akiyama <laughs> swinging a bicycle at a guy, just, like, yeah. shooting them with guns and... Uh, impaling a man with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Cops are playing pachinko um, on their phone. Right. 777 seven, seven down. It's just Date on the phone with his daughter. Oh, come oh, yeah, on, sweetie. Yeah. You can go to the pachinko parlor in this game. Can oh, you? Actually, you guys never actually covered that. Oh, yeah. Actual yeah, pachinko I, I is about playable Yakuza, in this game. Yakuza 5 is the one that I always think of. It has the horrible patch of slots that are right. insufferable. Because I've tried it before. I've tried it. I just forget about it because I tried it once and I was like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. I, yeah. No, it's... I always think about like, you know, I I am the kind of person that I know for a fact that if I gave my, if I didn't give myself, you know, if I go into a casino with $20, I will lose the $20 and I will say, okay, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. But if I, um, if I didn't do that, I would just give, lose all my money. But the good thing about Pasha slots is that I would go in. I would lose, you know, a, you know, a couple hundred. Like I would use lose a couple thousand yen, and then I'd say I have no fucking idea how to win right. or lose this game, and then I would walk out. I didn't even get a Porygon out of this. This sucks. Fuck. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, Hana is telling Akiyama what happened. She says that she walked into the office, um, and Kido was there holding the world's largest book, the it's most extremely, comically extremely large book. It's so big, and the well, camera zooms. Do you know in what the book, book is though? It's, it's, it's like a the law book. Seven, right? yeah, yeah, it's a law book. Yeah. It's called the Six Codes, which I actually looked up for this. It's uh, is it's it a basi- real book? Yeah, it's a real book. Uh, it's like basically the the, um, the civil and criminal codes for Japan as they developed over like the past hundred and fifty years or so. Right, because uh, Akiyama says earlier that he uh, he had Akiyama a law said, he, he, yeah, he had a law degree. degree. He had a law degree. He's friends with uh, he was friends with Yakumi. That's not true. <laughs> it might be true. true. It's almost it's a possibility that they've ran into each other at some point. But we've never seen it. It's true. I'm not sure the time. Um, anyway, works the up, camera, but yeah. <laughs> the camera zooms in on the book real close, uh, and the fact that Keto is like holding it as if it's important somehow. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then me, uh, she sits down. She says Akiyama always turns his phone off for no, for seemingly no reason. Well, he said she says that he does it like so that his vibes aren't ruined when somebody calls him when he's out and about. <laughs> But this people call like, him all the time. Yeah, but people call him is, all the time. This is me though. Like I fucking silence my phone and when I go to sleep, so that if my fucking job calls me, I I, I can be like, 
Not gonna let it ruin my day. I'm okay, but nope. but but going to sleep and going out on the town is very different. Well, my job tried to call me while I'm out on the town. They're not gonna fucking hear me. <laughs> oh, one thing enough. we kind of sorry, one thing we kind of skipped over a bit was uh, talking about the music on the way home from. Uh, oh my god, I was finance. gonna talk about this and I forgot. It's yeah. so cool. It's like the, neo noir. Uh, like, oh it's yeah, great. didn't they play this in chapter one? I don't, I don't think it was this remember. specific track. This one's okay, called. It was, it Whis- was another one of the noirish. Yeah, tracks. this one's called Whiskey and Rhapsody. If you guys want to look this one up, it's a That's very so cool. surreal and kind of creepy, jazzy, yes. funky tune. So I, I yeah, I've take a listen if you can. To, not yeah. to. Li- this is completely different than like when people when I say the band that I'm about to talk about, people are going to go, "What the fuck are you talking about? This is, those musics are not anything like each other." But I've been listening to a lot of Cassiopeia lately. Um, I mean, I so played, I've just I been re- played the song Nervousness. In uh-huh. chapter one, that's a different one. I was, and I think that yep. song only plays in chapter one. So, anyway, my point is, I've been really into Japanese jazz fusion lately. So, hearing this cool jazzy, creepy mm-hmm. kind of track was like, mm, ooh, yeah, ooh, baby. It fits the scene well. It's really good. Yeah, of course. A, a also, have fun. In, in this game. Have fun it's doing very, side content. There are some very experimental tracks play. in this in this game. Yeah. Yes. I think I think I, love the, I think I really think the soundtracks start getting a lot better in this game. Like I think oh, five, absolutely. like this one and onward all have like See, I always really like excellent. I like when the music and I know Judgment does this really well cuz I mean that is like a neo-noir detective oh, that, game yes. when it has like the cool like horns and mm-hmm. it's like really but I don't like when the games are like then I just can't focus. But when it's like cool and jazzy, that's better. That's much better. That's preferable. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what happened was, uh, some dudes came in, um, some Yakuza, they, they kidnapped Kido. Yeah, they yeah. pistol with Tana. Um, they, they're from the Midori Kawa family or the sorry, Hats- sorry the Hatsushiba right. clan. Yeah. The guy's Kawa name is Midori Kawa. Like the is the guy. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he kidnapped Kido and took their ledger of all of their, uh, of their clients, which is no good. Mm-hmm. Yes, like they were actually here to get the registry, but Keto was also here, so they're like, "Well, yoink, well they were looking, them. yeah, because people were looking for Keto." So yes, right. It's well, just it's just a happy accident that they happy were accident. We also find out that the uh, the what's it called the Hana Shiba clan Hatsushiba Hatsushiba clan the yes. Hana Hana's Shiba clan that's her dog <laughs> Hana Shiba clan that that's what no. she calls her dogs yeah the Hatsushiba clan um, is like tight with the Shibata clan. They probably there are so many. Too. There are so many clans in this game. Yeah, <laughs> the Shibata family is the one that is close with the Uenosewa, and this is the, the well. The Uenosewa are on equal terms with the Tojo clan as a whole, right? Yeah, but they did. But the Shibata have treated equally with the Shibata family in the eighties. Yeah, Shibata um, cut his finger off and gave it to the Uenosewa guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the captain. I'm. I need. I'm like that guy from Chapter. Hey, it's me again. Can you explain I'm, the whole plot to me. You, I lost the track <laughs> of things again. Anyway, the Hatsushiba clan is close with the Shibata clan, right. who is the one that all the dudes in are getting murdered, or that uh, you know, what's his name? Kanemura. Kanemura mm-hmm. was he was under Shibata. Yep. Yeah, he was. A yeah, was under Shibata, yeah. and uh, he was murdered. Another Shibata man was murdered. Mm-hmm. And then also Arai killed an Uenosewa dude, and that's probably linked to this all as well in a way that I can't remember because it's been a while. 
Who the fuck no? I don't remember. Well, I, yeah. I do anyway. want to give I do want to give one little shout out to uh, Hana's actress actress Aya Hirano, uh, famous you know anime actress. She was uh, Haruhi Suzumiya, but I just really love oh. in the scene where she's uh, dressing down Midori Kawa. She just does this nice thing where she just drops her tone as she gets threatening, and it just works I love so Hana. well. She's, she's so, so fantastic. Cool. I can kick you out myself. I love <laughs> Hana is. Hana is is uh is so much better than uh, Cop Lady from Yakuza Two. Who oh, like, agreed. Mm, Sayama, yeah. who's Sayama? That's She's also her name. got a very good singing voice. Um, She's got a beautiful singing like, voice. It's Aya Hirano. She's incredible. Our outro, yeah. yeah, our outro yeah. is Pure Love and Kamarocha. She does a great job there. She has a song in Ishin, I believe. Yes, uh, she has a song Asura in Ishin. Komachi, which is oh so good. She really goes all out on we that. Love, one. We love Hana. Hana, I, Hana is. Hana is underappreciated in this mm-hmm. game. Anyway, we got to go save uh, Kido. But before we can do that, um, I'll, on his way out, <laughs> I will say, with, but before you yeah. leave, Hana's just like, don't worry. I call I'll call an ambulance. an ambulance. She said she already called an ambulance. She already While did collapsed, it. Yeah. she called an ambulance. Yeah, she was still on the fucking floor. She was. She called an ambulance and just kept lying there. ain't there. nobody like Hana. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She didn't she even like get up to go to the couch or anything. She's like, truly goaded. Truly the best. And she's like, also, by the way, Akiyama, I ordered you lunch. Or I ordered you dinner uh, while I yeah. was bleeding. Crawled uh, herself to the Ak- phone using her Akiyama little exercise horsey. Akiyama walks outside and Max says, hey, it's me, Mac, from Yakuza 3. Remember me? I'm showing up hey. one chapter before you're done. Hey, yes. boy. No, no, no. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love Mac so fucking much. I'm so glad he's back for this game. I just yeah, wish that he uh, showed up a bit earlier. I mean, his deal is the exact same. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, hey, have you ever had a revelation? And Akiyama like, sees him. He says, hey, that no. guy looks suspicious. And he chases him. He <laughs> chases him. No, he's just like, ooh, uh, if you ever take a good picture on your cell phone, uh, you might learn how to kick people good. You can blog about it. You can blog about it. Uh, so do that. And then uh, we see we see. He some, does also call you a yeah. washed up porn star when he sees you. You know, it's very good. I don't want to. I don't want to say the, it. He's but. got the yeah. He's got the open shirt, the kind of scrungly look, and the the gold yeah, chain. He's pretty, like, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty scrungly. With the hundred yen coin. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, he points over across the way, and on top of a building, there's like a girl like shouting, and then it's like, "Do the revelation." I think Yakuza Four has a really crude sense of humor that is like oh, more sure. so more crude than the rest of the series. I think to some degree. Mm. We see this like. Are you sure about that? Pa- I don't know. Th- there are two. If we're talking revelations, Judge- yeah. Do you remember fucking ass? Oh, that's true. That's Judgment? true. The fuck that's you true. talking the five, about? The perverts were yeah. pretty bad. I don't know. This this one just seemed like more egregious than than usual. Um, of this like this like pervert man in his underwear with like underwear on his head and he's like Spider Man jumping around mm. and swinging around and then he like slips and falls and he uses like a bra to catch himself and then he like falls in the and then it classical music plays Mm -hmm. as all the underwear like flies out of his bag and he like reaches oh my god guys come on i'm pretty sure it's straight up a riff on uh one of the episodes of cowboy bebop where uh they fall out of a church window to uh yeah if you guys haven't watched Cowboy Bebop in a while, I'm Maybe. pretty sure I know I exactly not, what scene that is. <laughs> I have not Let's seen Cowboy Bebop, Bebop in a long. I've seen Sorry. it. Uh, I've seen the first half of it, but I never finished it. It's good though. Yep. Sure. Um, we'll there is one. There is one funny moment in the scene, which is the guy lands and then just one broad, like gracefully hits himself in the eyes, yeah. and it plays like a little, mm-hmm. little like bing. 
Um, and anyway, Aki, this, he just Akiyama blogs and he says, "Well, there's some he doesn't even this is the, freaks in Kamurocho." Anyway, he doesn't even blog about it in this game. He doesn't have a blog. This is the thing that pisses me. He just texts oh, he, it like he, it's yeah, funny. He emails Mac. He texts it to right. Mac. Everyone does like, a little something I'm, different here. I miss Kiryu having his revelations blog. His does he old still, he, man. Does he still have the blog? I think he still he has does. it. I think he still has it in this one. Yeah, but okay. like. I just, yeah, everybody I just, just has a different medium that they uh-huh. could do it through. We'll get to the funniest. There one are some good ones. There are some good uh-huh. ones later. Uh-huh. So, but, uh huh. Yeah, so he, you learn essence of triple strike from this, which just lets you like kick three guys. Wall kick off. Yeah, it's yeah. a heat action for three guys at once. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We uh, then we do like a little chasing game through Camarocha where you ask people like, "Hey, who? Where have you seen a bunch of guys?" And it leads you to like an underground tunnel. Area. Wait, wait, it's wait, under wait, the wait. theater. Wait. Before you do that, you can talk to a guy in Theater Square, and if you say, "Oh, these guys took my friend," he's like, "Oh, I saw some guys with carrying a beat up dude like over under the theater." Okay, yeah, that's great. That leads you in the right direction. But if you say, "Hey, they took my client registry," he says, "Oh, that's horrible." You know, it, it, people are just doing all sorts of shit these days. Look, there's some guys over there. Don't they look shady? You should go check them out, and you can go check them out. And you're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Have you Were you just at Sky Finance? And they say, hey, how did you know we were just at Sky Finance? And then some other guys walk up, and it's the tutorial guys. It's oh, my God. Oh combat my Tutorials gosh. LLC. It's Combat They're Tutorials back. LLC. They're this. back, baby. You can miss this. And they say, hey, Akiyama, we're back. We're not for a tutorial this time. We just want revenge because you beat our asses so bad. So we hired these goons. We were going to go try Hana- the place. Hana uh, called. Yeah, so you just fight all these six guys, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please, yeah, I'm gonna put leave us town." Out of... I swear, I promise. Goodbye. We're gonna uh, franchise. We're gonna open up a franchise in uh, in Yokohama. What we'll a nice coda in... into that story. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, I, and love, then, I love. I love. This combat is when you can get the legendary see. line. I'm gonna have nightmares about those feet, man. You didn't tell me that he was so talented. Uh, nightmares. I remember when Benny says that in Fallout in Fallout New Vegas. Ring-a-ding-ding. Mm. I'm going to have nightmares <laughs> about those feet. Ha-cha-cha. <laughs> Anyways, they're like, we'll be back. We promise. We're going to train and come back and we'll beat your ass one day. Anyways, we saw some Yakuza types go into the theater past the coin lockers. Just a tip from me to you, buddy. Anyways, we're out of here. We're going to yeah, you gotta go. You got to go around back. Like, you go and then these the, you run into some homeless guys and they're like, oh, go around the back of, of uh Yeah, they locked the door tower. here. But you can uh-huh. just go around the back; it's fine. So you go in, and then they get this like big, like series of like tunnels, and it's kind of boring looking. And hey, it's our, it's our, it's a long it's battle. But it's different here. for the series, though. It's like you never really gone underground up to this point. Yeah. And you like it kind of reminds you of the place. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. It kind of reminds you of the place that you go in Yakuza Two when uh, the guys are like busting up the servers. In a way, that's kind of yeah. what this whole area looks like. Well, that wasn't the power. Um, that wasn't the server room. That was like the power. Oh, it's the power room, room right? Building. Right, right, right. So you go. So you go downstairs, and then Akiyama's like, uh, runs into these Hatsushiba dudes, and then they go, "Long battle time, bitch! It's time for yeah, a long buddy. battle." This uh, is a weird long battle, though. Yeah, this is a strange. There are one. two. There are two notable things about this long battle. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. The first one is that partway through, you encounter a locked door. And, well, uh, before that, you encounter a uh-huh. man named Sukagawa. He's one of the homeless guys who was living here. Him and his and his friend, uh, his uh, were going to take the thing, right. the, the place back. While you know, they heard the commotion you were making, they were going to beat some guys up. 
Um, but his friend ran off, so he's without a partner. So he just teams right, up right, with right. you, even when you're like, "Don't do this." Don't yeah, do this. you have and like a you have an own. AI companion with you. Please, this is the really... only long battle I'm going to get to do as this character. Just yeah. let me do it on my own. <laughs> Without this random homeless man with me, who's mm-hmm. just gonna walk around blocking the whole time. Yeah, and then you, yeah, um, you get to the locked door. Yeah, uh, and hey, my friend's like, actually used to be hey, a locksmith. My my huge pussy friend who ran away is actually a locksmith. How how fortunate! His name is Kakuda. He's so the lockpicking Kaku- lawyer of Kamurocho. <laughs> you go to the lockpicking lawyer, and he says, uh, "Yeah, we. This is actually a really easy door to unlock." I could get in just like 1.5 seconds. He's like, oh, a master lock? I can kill this thing in two seconds. Oh, yeah, this is a master lock? No problem. That's the um, one thing I know from lockpicking lawyers, that master, master locks, locks are fucking shit. Suck. Yeah, He, but, he uh, picked, a, he picked a, a Child's Moomin novelty lock that he said was considerably mm-hmm. harder. It took him longer to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's like, yeah, well, I can pick this lock in no time at all, but I'm a huge pussy, so you're going to have to like uh, get rid of all the guys between me and the door so that I don't piss my pants and run away and cry. Um, so you do, and so then you do that, it. and then he does it, and then you do it again, and then you do it a third time. Uh, and behind this door is a guy that I never fucking mentioned in Yakuza Three. And all the I didn't know he was in that game. I like I would have mentioned him had I known he was in three. But no, you walk in and fucking Doc Brown is there. Yeah, and and when I here. when I played it's this game the uncanny. first time, Doc Brown is there sitting in front of one of those uh, arcade machines that you play that cost way too much money, and you go in a r- little pod and it r- rocks around as you shoot like Tie Fighters yeah, or whatever. The Jurassic, it's the Jurassic. It's the Jurassic Park, Park one. And he's just like a mad scientist. He, I mean, he looks exactly like Doc Brown. I didn't know he was in three when we told me we yeah. forgot to talk about. I was like, he's in that. Where is he? Where do you even meet him? He's in, anyway. He's in a kidnapping alley. He's in the champion district. Champion district. Really? Yep. <laughs> anyway, he he uh, he. Yeah, you save him and you help him uh, fight off some guys. It's just very funny when you walk through a door and Doc Brown is standing there. Yeah, um, it's in front of a big funny chair and they're kicking the big chair. His name yeah. is Doctor Minamida, and the uh, the like homeless guys know who he is. And then you go and kick their asses. And can you even do his mini game in this section? No, because it's a long yeah. battle. You, you're yeah, you're not, already not, in the middle not of the fight. In the, like after after the long battle, can you come yeah. back and do yes. this little? Yes, okay. because you do get a little bit of free roam time. You can come back because it's your only chance. You have like five minutes left to block you. But like you said, yeah, the so music's playing, so it's you know hard to remind people to do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about Minamita's uh, funny chair. Yeah, well, in a he later does part. try to tell you about the funny chair, about how through the power of VR hentai you can uh, like power up. But uh, Akiyama's yeah. like, boy, I'm too busy for this old man. Please, I've been yeah. in a long battle right now. I'm not now. gonna sit. <laughs> this is literally that thing that Elon Musk created that just kills monkeys. <laughs> All right. Um, it's called the IF7R, and mm-hmm. it's going to revolutionize the way that we jack off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we'll, t- we'll 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 talk about it when we get to our next character. I think this <laughs> this is a little ridiculous. You get he to says, okay, all right, all right, you little uh, you know, bitch nerd guy. Not you, Minamita. I mean the other one. Yeah. Uh, can you yeah. unlock this one last door to me? There's a boss fight uh, through there. Um, yeah. Uh, so he says, yeah, okay. And you, you go to the boss We walk light. into the world's coolest greased... This is where they built yes. greased lightning. Is what, like, <laughs> it's got like polished floors. It looks floors like a and fucking, there's a bunch of, like audio studio. Yeah, like the, like it a does. It, exec's office. Right. This is where... Uh, yeah, and like all Mina, the biggest uh, stars and, were made in this room. There's like yeah. blue flames on the door. 
Palm tree guys love palm tree girls. Um, Midorikawa um, is there with Hatsushiba himself, who we've never seen before. Um, and Midorikawa is an extra annoying boss because first he starts with a gun and then I don't he even pulls know if Hatsushiba it. has a, a voice actor. I don't know if he talks it. <laughs> I, don't I don't think he does. He does. I think he... But it's like okay. a, just a few uh, lines, and he's no one special. <laughs> No, yeah, I do love. By the way, one thing about the long battle, just one Xbox one is. notable thing about the long battle that I really like is you're like fighting through these tunnels, um, yes. underground, and you know all the long battles are corridor based. It's a it's a problem. It's a problem. I'm not a fan of it, but I do love. You're in this like homeless former homeless camp, uh, sewer tunnel place. And you just get to the end of a corridor and you see just waiting for you a couch guy with a big, beautiful, lavish purple couch. And it's like, where did you get this from? Who are you? What's your story? Did you lug that all the way from this cool, greased lightning office? Like, what No. What somebody, happened here? Look, somebody threw away the big, fancy couch the and the big, homeless guy yeah, the just big, took it, you know? Uh-huh. They left it so at you the f- curb, they, you know, so they yeah. could just take it. You fight Midorikawa, he has a gun, you, he doesn't have a lot of health, so you know he's going to bust out with a funny weapon later. He, like, calls in four guys, you beat them up, and then he busts out with a chainsaw. This is, I think, this one is of... this is pretty fun. This is pretty cool. The, this the is fight one starts of, I think, and he has a gun, and you're like, oh, uh, this sucks. Uh, this is, yeah, I hate gunfights. But then this guy he before. fights you with a much cooler weapon that's great, and he's, like, wildly... It's like a, it's like the dad from Resident Evil, he's just swinging it all over the fucking yeah. place. He no is not skilled reason. with it. <laughs> No, it's Dr. good. Salvador I love the animations. Shit. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, the first of maybe two chainsaw-wielding bosses in the series. Yeah, in the entire series? Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Lost Judgment has a chainsaw yes. guy. It's cool. It's like My opinion is nothing beats a good chainsaw in a video game. Oh, no, like, no. Especially when you're fighting a guy with a chainsaw, like in oh in Resident Evil, Resident when Evil the 4, chainsaw, yeah, of course. oh the chainsaw guys are like so fucking scary when you start playing. It's like oh my god, they will kill you so fast. Well, uh, if, but you, you can, if you manage to kill Matsu, uh, fucking Midorikawa right here, you can get ten thousand G right now. You, you know, you can get a nice upgrade for your gun. Uh huh. For the black tail, you can you can get a rocket rocket launcher to use in the final boss fight in five mm-hmm. minutes. Sorry, not the black tail, the red nine. That's the one you want, right? Is that That's the, the is that want. the shotgun? Is that the, or is that the revolver? That's the the, the, uh, the red pistol. nine is the Mauser. Yep. Oh yes, I think about I always think about the shotgun that that lets you run really fast in the speed run. That's a good one. Oh, is it? Uh, what, the striker? That's the, yeah, that's the striker. The, the striker lets you run really fast. I don't remember yeah. why. It's you the Ditkiss glitch. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I don't yeah. remember what exactly triggers that. Even. Hey, all yeah. I remember is I... riding off in the jet ski without Ashley. <sighs> God, I need to replay I love, that game soon. I love, it's yeah, been like a soon. Year since I played it. It's a good game. I love when you beat Midorikawa, Shibata. They do this whole exchange first where they're like, you mm. gave us the ledger, actually. And then Yakiyama's like, I will take it from... It's so annoying. You and then will need you... to give it back. I'm just yeah, playing and then you... game along with your games here. It's a yeah. pretty low-key Monzai routine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's just... just it's a... <laughs> it's a... What's, it, what's their name? Massimo. And, and it's the downtown guys. And he's like, I gave you the book. And the other one's like, no, you didn't. And then just nobody laughs. <laughs> And then Akima just takes out a paper fan. He just slaps him over the head. (laughs) It's like one of my favorite jokes from a... I've never really watched the show, but there's a joke on 30 Rock that I love. And I know I'm just telling another joke on my podcast, which is no good. But the joke is that it's two people doing improv and it's Sling Sling Blade and Oprah having brunch. And one of the characters goes, I love these French fried potatoes. 
And then the other one goes, no, you don't, Oprah. <laughs> and it gets it gets me every time. I love I love bad improv. That's what Akiyama says here. He's... Yeah. No, I will take the book back. Yes, and I will kill you. <laughs> he's just I trying to keep this. Come on, Akiyama. Akiyama, Akiyama, I'm trying to do a joke here. You gay? I thought you gave us the book. Wink. He's like, come on, come on, dude, dude. Just yes and me here, dude. No, you will die. Just the guy who's in improv class who just keeps trying to do violence. This the, That's how he got uh, promoted to a Yakuza boss. Just everybody thought he was really funny. And they were like, yeah, yeah. you need to. <laughs> this guy's not funny. Family. I would love that as a Yakuza character. Just a guy who's just the reason that he, he's like Buggy the Clown. Like the only reason he has <laughs> yeah, any power is because he's really funny. Yeah, and... where he's the weakest guy in the family, but everybody. Yeah, but everybody, he, he, yeah. He, he somehow just... draws a lot of, he tricks a lot of powerful people into working for him. Yeah. I mean, if God, we're looking for Yakuza like a, that are Manzai routines, we got Majima and Nishida. They're pretty close. Oh, I love yeah. Majima. Yeah. Majima is, like, the funny Yakuza, but he's also incredibly strong and powerful and, well, sure. and like, good at what he does. And so Nishida's a straight really, man. Yeah. Oh, has to put up with his garbage. It's so good. Okay. Um, it, it, so, after, you get after the, they, just... they, they do this, uh, this wacky routine, uh, Hatsushima was, reveals that he was doing this whole thing for Shibata, of course. This is a favor mm-hmm. for him. Uh, Shibata is looking for Lily. That's why they wanted the client registry. Shibata figured that uh, she would go to you, so you would have her contact information, of course. Yeah. And Akiyama's like, okay, well, I'm not going to let it ruin my day. Time to go back to the Sky Finance. Uh, the, the, and the you get uh, in, like, right out the door or something, and the manager from Elise calls you again. Apparently Lily's three days are up. Uh, and she has made 3.25 million yen. Just enough. Damn, that's a big chunk of change. Wow. And the manager's like, come on, boss. Boss, what if we just kept her on as a, as a hostess? What if we just... No, no, we can't do that. No, no, can't do that. No, no, she's gonna be my girlfriend, you see. I can't pay her, I wanna date her, guys. No, that's too weird. Even for I got, I can't date my own employee, he says, thinking about it. Hmm, what if I did, though? Anyways. Hmm, un- yeah, <laughs> it couldn't Anyways, happen. put <laughs> Lily on the phone. Uh, good job, Lily. Let's go be to the top of the Millennium Tower. This this mm-hmm. one. We'll, we'll have a fight up there. We'll have a Big boss, boss fight. Yeah, uh, yeah. is he going to have a boss fight? <laughs> is he going to have a boss fight against her? <laughs> Yeah, this is the final. Why is this, this is where the they're real being, test? This is the weirdest shit. I get the money. I love that he decides to meet her up there. It makes no sense. Like, why is he going up here? Because his I guess money came just, from the top of the Millennium Tower. I guess yeah, it has it's to be for this coming scene. Shouldn't he just like run over to the club and give her a briefcase or say, "Hey, come over here"? I don't know. Whatever. Um, we we go up to the top of the big funny tower, um, which hasn't exploded yet, by the way. It has not exploded in this game. The things are or going been, or been fantastic. Shot by a helicopter or any, anything of this nature. Yeah. Um, we, we get to we see, see the beautiful cityscape JPEG. It looks great. I love oh, the cityscape JPEG. It looks great. Um, it's it's all green tinted. Did you know that um, that Japan appears green from space because um, Japan uses uh, mercury bulbs instead of the uh, the bulbs that we use over here that are the like orange sulfur bulbs. Yeah, the sulfur bulbs. It's just a fun fact I know. That's, that's why it's all green here. It's because they use the like mercury-based. So that's bulbs. why Kiwami Two looks like that. It that's can. why Kiwami Two looks like that. It's it's a it's a because of their light bulbs. 
It's because mm-hmm. it's the Matrix and it's got a green tint on it. But then when Akiyama takes the pill, he wakes up and it's all blue. Whoa. It's like Twilight. He takes a JPEG of film, which is to say uh, he presents Lily with the money, by which I mean a JPEG Shouldn't? of the money. He should open up the uh... case, look inside, and she mm-hmm. does. And it just I love that he like the opened up case. And it's so instead funny. Instead of actually panning down, I'll make, yeah. yeah, I'll make you an offer in cash. I love that he just like plays a little joke about her or with her. Where he's like, I won't open it because it'll blow away in the wind. And then he looks directly at the camera and he smiles. That's a little wink. wink. And then yeah, he winks. He winks at the camera and then he says, "Just kidding." I, any normal just person kidding. would it's, just it's like bundle it up. An it's all tied up. I'm not an idiot. Here, look. And um, then we see Lily count every single bill just to be 100 mm. percent sure so that cuts that's why this chapter is two and a half hours long mm-hmm. but we she um, counts it all off screen because the, they can't open the case uh in mm-hmm. they don't have a model they for didn't model that no in it. yeah. it's really you know making games is hard I mean, whatever um yeah, they gotta go he's like somewhere. i'm gonna he's like i'm gonna give you the money I'm going to give you the money, and I'm not going to make you pay me back, but I've got one question for you. Can you tell me why you're killing people? Well, I mean, he does kind of, he does actually also go on, like, a, a you know... A His motivations. Oh, wow, right. look at... It's hard to think about how, you know, so much money could fit in such a small case, about how, like, a small volume of paper could so drastically Same, change. Yeah, he says, like, he says, like, he says, like, you know... An average college student, a college-educated man makes, this is one-third of what he makes in his entire life. And uh, and in this little briefcase, you ever think about how much that means, to how so little can mean so much? And one more thing. Why are you killing those people? You, you, he, I did also do the Columbo joke. In you actually notes. missed one more little thing, too. It's the He goes into this whole spiel about his idea of being, of trying to be a good judge of character. And mm-hmm. that's why oh, it, yeah. this whole thing was involved in the first place. And uh, and you look exactly like my ex. I mean, oh, jeez. Ah. Yeah, well, you know, I, my girlfriend dumped me, and then I got uh, fired from my job. So, and uh, then also How is my a man friend who's... murdered somebody, so <laughs> I wanted to see if maybe a girl would date me. I mean, if I'm a good judge of character, I don't know. I, don't I know. Really I know this is like, I know this is like, how can a man who has everything right. be so lonely? But it's like... How can a man who's so handsome and charming and he's got all this money, how is he such a loser? Right. <laughs> Why is he such a doofus? Well, yeah, and this I is mean, how. I think that is part of the point, <laughs> yeah. uh, to be fair. But yeah. uh, th- there's only so far I can I can ride that uh-huh. train before I'm just like, uh-huh. okay, I want to get off. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, he, he uh, he's like, you killed those Shibata guys. Kanemura was dead and nude, and also so was the guy in Mar- uh, Bar- Drama Queen. And that's why... Um, that's why those Shibata guys tacked us when we were on a date, isn't it? They were after you, not me. Huh? And I've solved the mystery. Why did you kill those people? What's and, your connection? And the thing is, he is asking her these questions with the stipulation that if she does answer, she will not have to pay him back at all. Uh huh. And then she's like, I'm going to pay you back at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, even if it takes the rest of my life, I'm going to pay you back. Sorry. This does raise a, an important question, is why Lily would remove a piece of evidence from the scene of her crime? And why did she take her? that lighter? It is so goofy. It's like, why the fuck did you do this? 
go really buy a lighter at the really need yeah. the smoke. How badly like, do I need a smoke? This is yeah. This is this is a number one smoking no smoking uh, you know, maybe campaign. It like fell into her purse or something while she was yeah. murdering him. I don't it know. Got, oh, fuck. It got caught on her shoe. Like it got stuck between her heels <laughs> like somehow. Piece of toilet paper. She, yeah, like a mm-hmm. piece of toilet paper, and then she was like, "Oh, I'll just use this." Free so why would she do that? Um, anyway, she says, "I will not tell you. I will simply leave forever, and but I will pay you back one day." And this was, was like, uh, okay. You know, much like Sir noticed the the music earlier. Uh, this does. Yep. I mean, this track doesn't really have a name, but we are getting more of that uh, noirish sort of uh, thing. Here. It's playing the sad sub story music from Yakuza Zero. <laughs> no, it's not. It's playing. A, I like the track that's playing here. Shut up. Uh, it, it's good. But again, yeah, it's it very much. Name, so we can't do a music drop. Right, uh-huh. it's very much the noir aspect they're yeah, trying like to get lonely, here. Play it all yeah, up, like lonely saxophone, saxophone, mm-hmm. sex, saxophone. <laughs> it's the lonely saxophone. Yes, that's what Kiryu picks up in at the uh, at the telephone club mini game. <laughs> moshi moshi, moshi moshi, I'm a nerd. I mean, I mean, I'm uh uh uh. uh Bet you, you like poplars. You look, you look very slimy. I mean, sexy shit. For- that minigame is very funny. Oh, it's man. also very weird, it's a but classic. it's very funny. It's I just I just love all the text options. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the funniest uh, minigame is the funniest sexy minigame is the one in Yakuza Six that I'm very excited to talk about someday. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll get there. Oh god. Okay, so I don't think uh, we talked about the sexy minigame in Kiwami Two, where it's just take photos of a, a Gravure photos. Woman. That one is very weird and boring it's kind of dry i don't know i don't think Uh, i've ever done it i just know that it's there i did it once um and i think i did it once out of curious you know out of of curiosity oh geez i just wanted to see what it was if i wanted to see a naked girl i could do it anytime i want (laughs) all you've got to do to see a a naked lady is take out your copy of yakuza kiwami 2 and by naked (laughs) i mean in a bikini in a bikini and then put it and then put it yeah, and put it in your PlayStation with some bubbles around you, yeah, and then you can see all the skin that um, your Mormon mother would l- allow you to see. On any given I'm a proud. I'm a proud. I'm a. I'm proud to say that I beat the Yakuza Six sexy mini game because it's so funny. <laughs> well, there's it's only two girls a, too. It's pretty easy. It's, yeah, I w- I would buy DLC for more of that <laughs> mini game. I think I would spend upwards well, of ten dollars. You heard it here to first, get, people. I well, would. I, we I, have I, it on the tape. It's so funny. For a new age. I think it's Yakuza Eight, and Ichiban is watching a VTuber, and he's in no. The- Ichiban oh! becomes we've a talked VTuber. To, we've That's literally talked about this. I swear to God, we've talked about a VTuber sub story oh, on our Discord yep. before. It has about, to happen. Like, it would be so good. It would be so fucking good. It's gonna totally happen in Yakuza Eight. It's, it's such a big happen. thing right now. It's gonna be like a VTuber, and she has no confidence or something, or like her, her like. Like she's she's sad because people don't they only like her character or something and then I don't know he helps her get more confident I don't know it, it's she so shows obvious. Her real face on the stream she shows her real face it. and then everybody Ichiban loves her has to push like, wow. buttons to change her emotions so it matches with Ichiban time. has to be her <laughs> we're making Ichiban money right now one here. of her Ichiban has to be one of her stream moderators and like kick out people who are creepy at her that's the mini game there's a game for that you know like, oh this is such a uh, that is an I, existing is, game you ever heard of that game. No. There's like a game where I forget the exact name of it, but it's basically you are a moderator for a streamer. I don't think it's a VTuber. I think it's like supposed to be an actual streamer. The, like the final live, boss. But is, it's still anime style. But The uh, final boss is that you have to be the moderator for Jerma's chat. And 
like you really you gotta just, be so fucking yeah, you fast. really you gotta be so aggressive like people are just people are just constantly like you're gonna shove a baseball up your ass and then you have to like kick them out <laughs> anyways um so you go back to you go back to the uh after after uh lily is like okay goodbye forever bye i'm um, leaving never gonna goodbye. see you again you go back to uh, but you if go I back am back in Kamarocha, I'll come. I'll to give see you, you money I back. Promise. Ha ha. You go back to Sky Finance and you go. Good news, Hana. I gave Lily all of Hang her on. money, and I'm hold up a I'm, second uh-oh. because on the way there was when you got the freedom. You got the uh, call to say, "Hey, you ready to start the number one hostess maker mini game for real?" This no, Yama part's no, completely no, no, almost no, over. No, no, but if no. you want to just derail it. For like hours, so you can do the entire mini game. For you can do it now. But Why did they do this? We're not. Why right did at the they end. do it? Why did they decide it like this? Look, we're gonna do a sub story wrap yeah. up next week. I'm not touching that shit with a ten. I oh, know. No, I'm, yeah, we were like, we. So, I'm just so, saying. Yeah, we were, we're you get say the click the then, and it's just so out of place, and we. Yeah. Nobody's gonna we do were it. Gonna, Next week we're gonna do a little uh, sub story roundup and like side content review at the at for our like fifth episode of each character before we move on to our next character. Um, and yeah, I'm not doing I'm not doing that. You can't make me. Um, it'll be even more fun when we get to do Yakuza Five and we get to do the like taxi cab. Oh, oh yeah. I can't wait for that because I those are that is I love those genuinely videos. one of my favorite pieces of side content is the street racing taxi cab. Mm-hmm. That's oh. so fun. Fuck, yeah, it's I so mean fun. we've said we, yeah, I mean we said it literally yeah. in the last episode, but just like doing that on a bigger map would be just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want it so mm-hmm. bad. Let me have Ichiban drive for Uber in Yokohama. Yep, ride sharing. I want it. It'll be ride share. It'll be called like yeah, it'll be called like uh it'll be uh, we've already okay. done what am I doing? We are literally did this last week. We literally we'll did get... it on the last episode. Anyways, okay. you, yeah, so but, Akiyama but, walks yeah. in and he says, Good news, Hana, I gave away a hundred a uh, hundred million yen and I asked for it back never and then she says, Fuck <laughs> yeah, you, I'm never I quit. That fucking money back, Hana. What news. is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? I'm leaving. And then she runs away, and you have to do a chasing minigame against Hana. You have to do a chase battle. Girl can run, by the way. She's fast. Yeah, you're not meant really to catch up to her when or Akiyama starts tackle like her. throwing. Yeah, yeah she, she starts yeah, throwing she bricks at her. Or anything, so it's just like, she starts. Lose her. She starts throwing. It would be really funny if you couldn't attack her, but she's still throwing shit at you, like <laughs> like, throwing like she's throwing and bricks and bottles at you. Get away Drop from me! Drop kicking you. Mm-hmm. You take she, you chase her all the way to to uh, Children's, Park. Children's Park, and she's just like, "Listen here, I quit." I can't be... I'm done with you. You're just like... I've been by your side since, for eight years since we were at Toto Bank, and I'm done. Goodbye. Um, I do like learning that detail. That that's Yeah, I do like that's that. That's true. That's you just learning it now. Um, she, basically, she reveals, like, she she has a lot of uh, feelings for Akiyama. The fact that he's so hung up on his ex. I mean, well, I don't... Yeah. Weird, you know, you she know, has a lot of yeah. weird feelings. Like, Wheel, yeah. Implied to it's be like, like she's maybe like, romantic, yeah. but she's not uh-huh. even sure. She's like, eh, yeah. you know, like she's trying to decipher it herself, and she's kind but of. But the fact that like he keeps, he keeps like he's going after this woman who looks just like his ex. He's so yes. hung up on her. Hannah's got to figure out her, her best away. life. Uh huh. I'm yeah. so happy. And for it's her. not with this schlub. No, yeah. or at least not she right now. Needs to, she needs to get out and start her own, star in her own video game. She's got to promote she herself. She's got to yes. sell herself. Work on her portfolio. This is great. She's gonna go work for Marina at uh, <laughs> at the real real estate company. She's gonna uh, come in. She's gonna she's gonna get a new pair of glasses and a big goofy suit. And I'm so happy for her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna fight the five billionaires. 
yeah, Akiyama does is kind of like okay, yeah, she does. Okay, she did look like my yeah, ex, she f- and yeah, I did kind of you know I did go a little gaga over, her, but you know I, I do suck. You know I did. I'm still. I guess I. I'm still not completely over. Uh, Airy is is the ex's name, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you know I I I, I do feel like you know I I'm I, I'm sorry that I did that, but uh, she did pass the test, and uh, I I think I am. I have at least identified the problem, and I can work on it now. And honestly, <laughs> going to like, therapy okay, over hey, it. That, that's that's great and all. I'm still quitting though. Uh, Anna, if I go to therapy, will you stay? No, no. Oh no. Um. So one last time. Uh, but yeah, the so end she's, of, she's yeah, she's gone. Good goodbye, Hana. Good, good for her. Yeah, seriously. Um. Akiyama's like, wow, I'm at a, such a low moment in my life. If only I, the only thing that could make my day worse is if someone made me do the Hostess Club minigame. And then he gets a call from the owner of bar, the bar lease manager, and he's like, God damn it! And he's like, no, 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 Akiyama, there's some guys making a ruckus here. Come come over here and put a stop to it. Does he does he say who the what family is in their no, club making a ruckus? No, he just says Yakuza types. Yeah. Um, you go like, in. Oh, what's the deal? We get those all the time. And he says, well, they're looking for Lily. They uh-huh. specifically asked for Lily, yeah. Yeah. You walk in and there's a guy. There's a, you walk in and there's a guy doing japes and you instantly know that he's from the there's Majima a guy family. Kamurocho lullaby. He's singing I Kamurocho love lullaby. and he's singing it yeah. and he's singing it very badly, which is yes. my favorite. He's like that's great, horrible. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good bit. And he's got. He's cool. He's like got. He's like a bunch of piercings and his tattoos of a giant flaming skull. Like this guy's a lot. And he's got. He's got one across his stomach that says honor. Honor. Yeah, it's funny. You guys like, don't really talk like a... too too much about tattoos, but this one's odd because it's a very eclectic mix of Western and Eastern motifs. Yeah, which you don't his isn't usually like see a, in these people. It's not like a mythology thing. He's got he's got like a big flaming skull on his back. It's cool. Yeah, that's um, on me. I've kind of meant to talk about the tattoos more, but uh-huh. I was, you know, Nakahara has a, a, a Shisa. Mine has a yeah. Kirin. Yeah, he. Oh, I didn't mention that it's a Kirin. We did talk about oh, the you Kirin. You did mention yeah. the Kirin, but I think you missed the Shisa and Nakahara from Yakuza 3. Is that, is I that, think is that the right. lion dog? What is that? Yeah, it's the Okinawan lion dog. Yeah, yeah I love that. Trail. Okinawan pride. That's and then, of course, uh, Rikia has the Viper. You guys did tell me about that. You, you were that fine on that one. <laughs> very good, very good one. Well, the game tells oh, so you this about guy's, that one, to be fair. This guy's mm. all pierced up. He's got an eyebrow piercing. He's got, like, a big spike through his, his like, bottom lip. He's got, he's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, and he's being silly. And also, he's, yeah, uh, he's got he's, some other goons with him that clearly aren't enjoying the song. But when yeah. he finishes, and they applaud They all clap for him. Um, he's Daisaku Minami. He's... He's basically like a youthful Majima for a new generation or something. Like he's yeah, he's, he's like they tried to make Majima popular with with the Zoomers or something. This is Majima at home. This is, yeah, he's sh- oh, he's shirtless by the way with like he's got like track pants on. Uh and track he's pants. just I mean he's he's basically just acting like Majima like seriously. Like I he's mean, just he's doing clearly he's too hard. A, yeah, no, Yeah, he, he's, he is. He's, he's like you know boss and he wants to be just You like, know how Majima what Majima did with uh, Nishitani, where he basically just adopted all of his mannerisms and made them his own. This yes. is like him, if Majima did that and didn't do a good job at it. Because right. his character, because really what Nishitani is, is a character who was written after Majima. So it's, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is like. a way that is yeah. not charming at all. And, uh, no. No charisma. No, he's he can't do he's it, and all the, he's like, he's, he's yeah, he's he's pretty fun. Like I, I think it's kind of funny that this guy is just like so imitating Majima. Yeah. I think it's kind yeah. of charming. Well, he like he's given even the fact we've seen for so long, yeah, yeah, and he's even doing the Kansai accent too, mm-hmm. yes. which is 
Yeah, I like it. And he, like, makes the goons, like, clap for him, and he picks up the... He's going to start singing more karaoke and... Get to the top. Get to the top starts playing. Yeah, This is before Death Souls. Oh, yeah? He's going to... Yeah, he's going to sing our theme song for us. This was Get to the Top's (laughs) first game. Yeah, that's true. Who sings Get to the Top in this one? And I think a couple of the hosts. Right, right. Haruka sings it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um... (laughs) He's like, hey, we heard uh, Lily's working here. He, hey, we heard Lily's working. Hey, it's me, Adam Sandler. And that lady's so hot. <laughs> this, 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 this is what I'm but yeah. I just turned into Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. Enemy is Adam Sandler. Lily's so hot, I'm coming here to sing karaoke. It's the worst, right. the fucking worst guy. Absolutely everybody hates him. <laughs> no, please Nobody continue. Nobody wants to be around him. Uh, so then he's like, I will not tell you where she where uh, I will not tell you where she is. The privacy of our employees is very, very important to us, so I must ask you to leave. There is a funny gag leading into this where, yeah, get to the top, starts playing, and then Akiyama grabs the remote and hits cancel, and Minami's like, hey, what the fuck did you do that for? And he's like, oh, sorry. He almost pratfalls. I was trying to hit send. I Look, he's got better at he got better at he got better at improv since the last time. <laughs> yeah, he's he has He said, "Oh, that was an accident. My bad." And Minami's just yeah. like, "Okay, thank you. Put the song back on." <laughs> uh-huh. But then he fucks up again because then he starts trying to do violence in the middle of improv yes. class again. He just mm-hmm. can't. But I will say, um, Minami does a great one-liner here where he goes, "You got some fucking balls, man. Too bad I'm gonna smash him like grapes." Mm. Good shit. It's I love good. it. And then. Oh, also, uh, Aki, when Akiyama tells him about Lily, Minami says, Oh, ain't that a kick in the dick? Oh, yeah. That's Majima's line, that's dude! Majima's line! You can't do that! I, I mean, that's not they... the actual line, that's a localized line, but yeah. Yes, but you can't yeah, I'm do wondering, because this is the remastered one. Right. Did, did, they, did, they have, did they have that in mind from Yakuza 0? Yeah, I, Yakuza oh, Zero. Knowing that like um, the uh, localization producer it was John Reisenbach... This... Um, who did all the remasters um, in terms of, you know, uh, running the show there. And he is the one who would absolutely do that. From my interactions with him on Twitter, I can easily say he would be the one doing that. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, Anyways, this guy, like, he's got bottle drinking combat theme. He's, like, drunken master, too. I, I, I like his theme a lot. Crazy mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Oh, the uh, like song called guy is, All My Pride, if you're looking for it. This mm-hmm. guy is just like, I will say, um, this fight suffers from all the Yakuza 4 fights and 3 and not 5 so much, where they just block way too much and it makes it kind of annoying. It's not but too bad in, in this one. Akiyama's this guy, like really fast. He can get around that a yeah. lot of time. This guy is just like, like he, yeah, he's just like imitation Majima. It's really funny. Like he's just he's got some kind of like drunken master sort of move. It's kind of like yeah, I kind of dig the, it. Like, like he's, he's like um, swimbling around and like drinking and spitting in your face. Yeah. He's kind of a Toru Yano kind of kind of guy, just a comedic. Yeah. Anyway, you kick his ass, knock him down, get out of here, sit down, Miami. I did see an interesting then, comment about it. it's like mm-hmm. it's basically the fight is like watching the two personalities of Majima fight against each other. You got the cabaret yeah. manager versus the crazy guy. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say this fight reminded me, this is why Yakuza zero is the best game to play first. Cause this fight reminds me a lot of, um, of, you know, this guy dumps a bottle of liquor on his head and he goes, ah, this is so good. I wish I could bathe in it. <laughs> um, then, uh, we hear a very familiar voice, um, and we see some very, very familiar shoes, and a uh, always and the a shoes. extremely familiar eye patch, and a somewhat familiar suit. 
Yeah. Uh, we've we've known this look for one one game. Um, it's Majima. I I love how Serious every game. Mode. Yeah, I love every game Majima chills out a little more. Um, and Majima doesn't do any antics here. Kiryu's not in town, so he's like, okay. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Like, like it takes bit. a lot of it takes a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's, like... he's getting up there in years. You know, he he can't yeah. do it all the time. Right. So he's like just, all like, might. It's like, like he's got he's got a. Yeah, he just gets really. Yeah. What did it say about the scene when Majima is the most serious guy in the room? Right. <laughs> but he sits. He's just being completely straight laced. He's like, yeah, I, you know, we're looking for. Uh, uh, so you heard that we're uh, looking for Lily. Um, she here, and then Majima's or uh, Akiyama's like, nah. And no, he says, but what are you... uh, why are you looking for her? So I do want to say one thing. It's like it takes uh-huh. some serious stones on Akiyama to be questioning one of the top brass in the Tojo It's kind of crazy to me. Asking that he questions of him, you know? He also, like, doesn't know Majima. Exactly. And I was really yeah. surprised. Like, like this is kind like, of a Like, he cool doesn't recognize him. him at first. Like, he knows, no, he he doesn't, doesn't like, my reputation. He knows his name. He knows his name. He knows that he's the Yakuza doing the Kamurocho Hill stuff. But he's such an outsider to the to the Tojo clan. Like, he knows some very low-down, like, down-to-earth families. Nobody gives a shit guys. But then Majima, who of course we know and love, he has never even—he doesn't even know what he looks like. He just knows his name, and it's like, damn, this guy's a complete outsider. Yeah. Um, so, but also, yeah, he doesn't have. He, Akiyama has absolutely no um, no fears of the Akza. He does not give a shit about them. He doesn't give them any any like mind. Uh, but he asks like why why um, they're even looking for Lily or the connection to Shibata, and Majima says. Um, Oh, Yasuko's the girl that I have to protect um, yes. because of what happened it, back in 1985. And it's like, I fucked up. Oh, I have to make amends for what happened in 1985. Yeah. When I went back into the future. Yakuza 0. You'll Yakuza know what's, zero. what's coming. It, Yakuza 0, three years before Yakuza 0, we get the flashbacks and it flashes so far back that it flashes into the Yakuza 4 flashbacks. So that's pretty great. We know what happened and... Yeah, man, it's so fun playing Yakuza Zero first. It's like, oh. that's how you know it's a really good. It's kind of funny because we've always said that Yakuza Zero is a bad prequel to Yakuza Kiwami. Yakuza or Yakuza Zero is a very good prequel to Yakuza Four. <laughs> In this one very specific any, way. What you just fucking said? Oh, I just said that Yakuza Zero is a bad sequel to Yakuza and a good sequel to Yakuza Four, but only for Majima. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it doesn't matter, but I just love, I love this, I love, we get Majima, like, we, I think it's kind of important for us that we try to view this with fresh eyes and recognize that we have, you know, when this game came out, Yakuza 0 didn't exist yet, so yeah. this is the first time, we, we gotta, we gotta think about that, because I think this stuff is, is gold, but we have already yeah, like, talked about this it. Is, this is meaningful to us, but, like, if you have mm-hmm. not played this game before, it doesn't really mean anything to you. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, no, it's, it's just cool a mini to the scene player, because of, like, almost nothing. But it's cool to the player that it's giving us a hint that we're gonna right. we're gonna learn more about our favorite weirdo. Yeah, like we're That's gonna find cool. out more about about this guy here. Ooh. I mean, we know now that we know already that this backstory explains how Majima lost his eye, which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, okay, now people are. That's the end of the chapter, by the yes. way. Yes, end of Yakiyama's um, part. And that's it for Akiyama. We will not see yeah, anything of one. him until the final boss, the final yes. chapter, basically. Until fucking it's, twelve uh, chapters from now. So, yeah, I don't even think he... Okay, he does show up, but yeah. He does yeah, appear. Obviously, yep. we're not going to get to play as him. So, um, 
people who know this game are probably very excited for us to get to the next chapter because we are going to meet a series beloved character. A beloved character. Um, and and I'm very excited to talk about him too. But we got some cleaning up to do because, like I, you know, like I've complained a lot, this game does not give you a lot of chance to breathe and take your time and play because the stories kind of go 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 and. Sometimes it feels like you just end up at the end of the chapters yeah. and you haven't done anything. So we yeah, so will take a step week, back, yeah, we're gonna take a little the, breather. The we'll do some wrap up. We'll maybe we'll talk a bit about how we feel, how we take a temperature check on our opinions on the game so far and talk about some sub stories and shit. And then we will, we will meet, I'll say it, we will begin Yakuza chapter four, Flight Part, for the Truth. You mean chapter five? Chapter five, I should say, Flight for the Truth. Part two. Our first chapter. With Saijima. Taiga Saijima. Taiga Saijima. Everyone, we've been waiting a long ass time to meet this dude, but uh, the, we will. We, <laughs> biggest man. A large <laughs> slab of a man. He's so big. And boy, I love Saijima, but boy, does this game give him a moment that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's until like his second chapter. I think yeah. that's in chapter two, yeah, but we love Saijima and we're very excited to meet him. But uh, we will talk about that in two chapters, two episodes from now, because we got to do a little cleanup, a little wrap up, and then we will uh, be back with Saijima. Um, that's it for this chapter. Let's go to Dolce de Postcard. Yay, yeah, postcards. If you ask us, yeah, if you want to ask us a question, join our fucking Discord, because we don't even do it on Twitter anymore. Yeah, we don't do it on <laughs> Twitter. Just a couple hours ago, I, sa- I said in our Dolce Day postcard channel, uh, <coughs> ask us some questions, and our, our listeners, very diligent, uh, stepped they up to the plate, in. and we've got they six did. of them right here. So first up... Let's do let's do three, I think, this Yeah, week. well, we'll do three of them, because we're already running a little long. Um, first up from Chaos, uh, why isn't Kiryu in Bullet tra- Train... Is, what uh, is, the, is that a fighting game? That's, that, is that... that's that movie with fucking Brad Pitt that came out. Yep. That's, oh. I, just now. Not very good from what I've heard. Oh, really? Um, oh, Why is it Kiryu in the I haven't heard much. Uh, he, doesn't speak, he doesn't speak English that well because he forgot it all after he got tricked. Yeah, it's just like a goofy, like, over-the-top action movie. I, I don't mm-hmm. know anything about it. But um, I don't know. That's why. In fact, he Kiryu is in Bullet Train. He's just disguised as a station worker. If there's a, because if there's a guy in a movie that doesn't speak English, it becomes an internet. If it, it becomes an international film and it's not eligible for any Oscars because it's a foreign film category. He, yeah, he's just a regular guy. He's just like a, a conductor on the train. He's he's riding down to Osaka with Daigo and they're drinking coffee together. He's not doing the action scenes. Here's one from a friend of the show. I always forget how. Is it a Siko? Sicho? A Chico? A Sicho. Hey, Chico. Hey, Chico. Hey, Chico. I'm sorry you got blown up. (laughs) Sorry that I'm sorry that uh, what happened to you in uh, the black site happened. That sucks. What the fuck is wrong (laughs) with you, Hideo Kojima? Um, Who says, what is the real reason you can't go into NY Hot Dog? And all I'm going to say, and I I need to preface this, this is a joke. Sometimes Sometimes I make jokes and sometimes I think, you know, sometimes I worry. That it'll be taken out of context is uh, that this is where the uh, the Podestas do their human trafficking is in the basement of NY Hot Dog, and that was my joke. Do you like it, Argyle? I think <laughs> it's just licensing. There's a license that uh, we just don't know of. Yeah, it's a real um, place, and they don't. Yeah, in one they location. They haven't given them enough. I think it's, it, it's, okay. it's I think in the universe of Yakuza, NY Hot Dog is an actual American chain, and they're not going to let you go in because it's an actual chain. Smile Burger, that's a Japanese chain of restaurants. You can go in there, but no maybe place. it's maybe NY Same Hot Dog Wild is Jackson's. a Wild Jackson's. You know how there's a like a chain. you know how there's like a pizza law sign, but no pizza law. 
Maybe there's an NY hot dog in Japan, and they they're like small. Mm. Business. It's like you know one of the lower, like you know how it's kind of like isn't the, though. There's fucking multiple locations. Let me make my joke. Let okay. me make my joke. Make your joke. Fuck you. Sorry. It's like they don't have the money to to pay for the product placement that lets you go inside. It's not like the donkey. They don't have Don Quixote bucks. They have mm. like they have like Long John Silver's bucks. <laughs> They're like a B tier. They're like a C tier. Yeah, like shit fast food place that no one ever. We can pay for the signs, but we can't pay for right. We can't pay for our food in the game. Exactly. It's like they have, they have just enough money to put the building there every game and every quarter. They're like, can we finally pay RGG to let them in? And they're like, no, we don't have the money. They're just on the razor's edge. If they, if they just. If they gave even a, a cent less, then fucking the, the going to turn that building into a pachinko parlor with idols all over it. <laughs> they're going to put the titty mini game in again. Judgment is like they finally have the money together and they're like, okay, we're going to get the product placement restaurant spot. And then the guy, like this, the the intern comes in, guys, bad news, Ikinari Steak got it. <laughs> Damn it. Shit. Uh, anyway, that's why they couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was a nice long a walk to get there. Here's a question from Anat, who, a friend of the show, who says, What character from Yakuza would you want to meet IRL, assuming you can communicate? Mm, this is hard. Not Kiryu. Huh, not I don't think... I, having a conversation with Kiryu sounds miserable. Though, I would want to meet Kiryu if I was having a bad day, because I think I could get a, like a sub-story out of it, and he yeah, would give he, me a good he'd help talk. me out. Maybe cheer me up yeah. a little bit. That's true. So I guess I guess my answer hey, would mister, be I, I really want that jumbo bunch on. That would cheer mm-hmm. me up. Real, That's real fair, treat. actually. No, I changed my mind. I would want to meet Kiryu, and I would sp- I would come up with a problem that I want him to solve for <laughs> me. But it's so exploitative. It feels really bad. I don't want to like take advantage. of No, him it's like fine. That, he gets the, content out of it. He's he's good yeah. He, he like he yeah. It's a two way street. So I would be like, oh man, you know, I'm just feeling really bad because uh, because. Uh, blah blah blah, and then he would be like, "Well, you know, actually, I th- I guess I could help. I guess I could help you out." And you come by, and you know, I'm really getting into this now. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen. I think I could get into this. <laughs> starting to see the appeal. I'm starting to see the appeals. Yeah. So you make a character. Um, he picks Rokudin, Obviously, he's big. He's big. This guy's really big. Actually, I think it'd be funny if Kiryu made like a, a like Lala a Lala. female la, la, or yeah, like a Mikote girl. Like he's like. Mm. There you go. This is this is interesting. Um, what about you guys? What would you? Who would you want to meet? You can go ahead first. Um, Unless you don't have an answer, because I have an answer. Nishida. You just think yeah. was... <laughs> Nishida. I could get. I could get along. I think I could get along with Nishida. I think, yeah, I think it would be fun to just like hear stories about, from him about Majima. I yeah. could talk to him all day about. Oh, yeah. I want to know every. Yeah, and like I feel like his personality is down to earth enough that like yeah. you wouldn't actually wouldn't have to get close to Majima. To He's just a guy. Yeah. He goes home. He goes home and he pets his cat when he, when he thinks about. Oh, like, he's got so many cats. Really, you know he does. He's got yeah. He's got like four of them, and he's like, I had such a shitty. Maybe Majima like made me play DDR for four hours. <laughs> Terrible. No, yeah. Uh, he's he. When I know that in the eighties he was in a breakdancing troupe that won awards and millions mm-hmm. of yen. Like <laughs> so he knows I can't compete. <laughs> But yeah, my answer, I was originally going to say Hana, but I'm backing down on that because I think she might be too businesslike, you know, not mm-hmm. all that interesting to hang out with. I'm switching over to Yuki because Ooh, I know Yuki's yeah. fun. She's nice. Great. And I am almost guaranteed some level of hijinks if I hang out with her. Right. Mm-hmm. And also she's, uh, she's uh, you know, 
her career is making conversation. Exactly. So, well, I mean, of course. You know, I mean, I, it would yeah. be one of those things where I would probably have to pay for the time. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to, like... I wouldn't yeah. want to meet Yuki as a client. She's a diamond that, tier hostess. Diamond tier. But I would like to, like, hang out with her and, you know, talk to her and, you know, hey, what's the most interesting thing that happened to you at the hostess club? And she would be like, oh, this dude, our manager, uh, he, uh, you know... I just go shopping with her and finally get her some vinegar. <laughs> the she needs that vinegar! was our manager one time. The legendary She never hostess. got it! She never got it. Densetsu no kabajo. Um... One more. Uh, oh, wait, that's it. That's that it. was we'll three. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's wrap it up. Um. Thank you all very much for listening to another episode of Kamarocho Radio. Look, we didn't take as long in between this time. We did. We did a good job, everybody. Um. You can find all of our episodes at Kamarocho. Uh. Sorry, it's yakuzapod.com, and you can find us on Twitter at Kamarocho. Um. You can find me on Twitter at Brad. Did Rex. you just you say at Kamarocho? At Kamarocho Radio. Okay, sorry, Listen, you cut out. Brain, you cut brain, out so brain off. I probably just said at Kamarocho. You can find me on Twitter at Bradifus Rex. You can find Argyle on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. Um, and Cyrix Z, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, of course. You can find me on Twitter. It's Cyrix Z forty two C Y R I C Z four two. And of course, on GameFAQs, you can find all my guides under Cyrix Z C Y R I C Z. Working on any guides right now, or are you taking a break? Uh, taking a bit of a break for right now. Uh, we finished up Kaito Files in the spring for Lost Judgment, so that was a nice little time. Oh, um, I did take on a rather gigantic project in Lego the, the, Star Wars yeah, Skywalker, Skywalker Saga. Saga. Oh, oh, right. Man. I was going to ask if you had yeah. finished that. Yeah, I finished. It, it took me about a month and a half. It's uh, oh. essentially my largest guide ever, not counting oh, uh, like this weird informational guide I did that's bigger, but that I don't count that one personally. <laughs> And uh, also, I mean, I just finished this recently, but uh, you guys familiar with Return of the Oberdin? Yes! Oh, you did a fact for that? So I just did a guide for that one. I mean, it's not like the solutions haven't been around forever, but one thing, what Mm -hmm. I kind of tried to put together was like kind of like a bit of a hint through where instead of just getting the um, answers, I, you know, like give like little spoiler highlighted things and you can pick up little hints. You know, it was. I was going to say because, uh, and no disrespect to you, because what what you said is awesome and I like it, but I was going to say, oh, you made a, a thing that ruins the game for you but no that's cool i like that yeah oberdin is a game that like i, I wish i could game. get so conked great. on the head so hard that i forget that game so i can play it again i, I want to two years ago i will play oberdin whenever i finish please play oberdin it's so paradise killer i'm so sorry it's i'm sorry if you're hearing this i'm so sorry oberdin oberdin is like oberdin is like a perfect like meal it just you sit down mm-hmm. it takes you like five hours to beat it's like every single every single time you figure something out you go oh mm, feels so good mm, so it's so good it's just like and you get stumped and you go, what the fuck? And then you're like, you're like, uh, I don't want to even say anything because I don't want to spoil oh, no, not anything. At all. Yeah. I was, it's just everything. You're like, oh, this guy is here because he's wearing, he, oh my God. Like this is, this, oh, yeah. it's great. It's such a good game. But yeah, Lucas if you haven't heard of Oberdin, folks, genius. it's an insurance adventure with minimal color. That's how it's advertised it's, by Lucas it's like Pope. A it's Mac, fantastic. It's like a Mac whatever mac 2 game two about, colors um 
it's got two colors and it's all about solving the deaths of like 40 crewmen at sea and you have to figure out their names cause of death and you only can see the moment that they died animated or not animated it's a right. still moment of the precise instance of their death with a little bit of dialogue before and that's all you get and you got to use it to figure out the exact method and fate and identity of every member of the crew it's one of the best games i've ever fantastic played. game I want to. I. It's you play it once. That is, you get one. You get one. You get you one. Get one playthrough of it, and you better treasure it because you will. Uh, you will want to play it again. But please play Overdin. I, I, it's probably not even that expensive. Argyle, oh, no, please play cheap. Overdin. I own it. It's on my Switch. I just please play over. Play Overdin <laughs> this week and come, tell me my how goodness. you felt about it next week, uh, please. No. <laughs> I can make no promises. Okay. Anyways, let's uh, yeah. let's wrap it up, everybody. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Syrixie. We will, yep. uh, I guess we'll As see always, you again when you we get to Yakuza 5. If you have any uh, preference for where you want, when you want to talk about Yakuza 5, let yeah. us know. I'll think about it. Yeah, think about it, because you have, yeah, uh, I mean, you have top billing for... shows up yeah. again in the next game. He does so. talk yeah, yeah, well, we you can cover that, but it, he doesn't do as much. <laughs> he no. doesn't do as much. All right, well... We will see y'all next time. Oh, we're hosted by Noisebase, by the way. Noisebase.xyz. Yeah, yeah, check them out. Lots of shit. Um, we, we'll see you all next week with uh, with a little sub-story and wrap-up. Uh, but as always, Kiwami, Kiwami means, means extreme. extreme. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.